0: Warning! Anime out of context has strong language, spoilers, stupidly wrong ideas, and general silliness. Neither of our hosts are professionals and do not take their opinions as such. Listen at your own discretion, and enjoy.
1: Hello, and welcome to Anime Out of Context, the show where I attempt to explain the sometimes weird, sometimes wonderful, but always hilarious world of anime.
0: And I unleash the ancient Egyptian curse of the weeb. <laughs> I'm Sean Rollins. I'm Remington Chase. Remington, we've got to talk about a very sensitive subject today. I hate. That this is how we're starting so much. What's the problem, Remington? <laughs> Any remotely sensitive topic we've touched on before has been atrocious. What do you mean? What sensitive topics have made you uncomfortable in this show? Uh, what, yeah, well, uh, most notably, the most. Uh, sensitive of topics and that is any sexuality which can be great if explored in a proper manner but has not been explored in a proper manner and that that would probably be the the worst offender of the list but there there would definitely be others it's just uh I really feel like
1: the incest would rate a little higher than anything, <laughs> honestly.
0: Yeah, the, the, the incest really messed me up. I'll be, all the way, <laughs> 10 episodes ago, it, it did some damage.
1: Well, then this will be an extra interesting episode because I've got oh, a God.
0: double controversy for you. Oh,
1: God, no.
0: One of them is kind of a
1: eh, controversy that we've kind of touched on in the past. And the other one is more of a nitpicky controversy.
0: Uh, okay.
1: All right. Because the anime that we're going to be talking about today is entirely done in
0: CG. Oh, God. (laughs) All right. Yeah. That's not not a great start.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, CG can be done really well because it's a very useful and convenient tool. And there are some anime that have been listed as quite good using only the 3D
0: renders. 100% of the CG we have seen in this podcast so far. Has been bad. Yeah, but you enjoyed the last time we saw some <laughs> bad <did>. CG. <laughs> yeah, when we did Forest Fairy 5 where that was completely CG, I did enjoy myself, but that was because it was so bad. Well, yeah, yeah.
1: So I thought I'd pick one that is a bit better than Forest Fairy 5. Okay. But not like the best CG
0: anime I could find. It's a bit better, but, you know, it wouldn't be classified as good or anything. Don't be ridiculous.
1: A lot of people actually really like this one, though, A lot of
0: people like everything. I don't trust public opinion anymore, Sean. (laughs) (laughs) The masses have lied to me. I no longer trust the masses. Is that why you're wearing the tinfoil hat? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. They're they're all over. They're all wrong. They have you believe that anime is good, that it's watchable. Man, that's all conspiracy that's a nice cork word you got there. How, how many strings is that? Like, 40? <laughs> <laughs> the great anime conspiracy is that uh, it's good. That's, <laughs> That's actually what uh,
1: my memoirs are going to be about. <laughs> it's just going to be a picture of you on the cover looking psychotic. Oh, there you go. But, yeah, no, we're going to be talking about an entirely CG anime. But the thing is, a lot of people don't think it's anime.
0: Oh? Yeah. Is um, it Japanese animation? Kind of. Uh, Now I'm starting to doubt that it's anime. (laughs) Well, it is technically.
1: Mm. Because it is done in the anime style. Okay. It's got very consistent anime tropes and plot lines. Very anime characters. Only thing is, it's not Japanese.
0: I feel like that is a crucial element to be anime necessarily uh i don't know i think i'm siding on the other side of the controversy than you sean i think this doesn't count as an anime because it doesn't we should just skip today's episode now you're not getting out of it (laughs) no but because as i've tried to emphasize so many times on this show
1: anime is a medium not a genre right? Yes, but it's a Japanese medium? And if it looks Japanese, smells Japanese, and tastes
0: Japanese, it's probably Japanese. But this one isn't. It's not. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And actually- Oh, wait a minute. I know what we're doing today. You do? And if I would not classify this as anime, personally, and if it's what I'm thinking of- I am not a huge fan of this show. I've seen two episodes, if it's what I'm thinking of. It might very well be, Remington. Here's the grand reveal of what I'm thinking of that I've seen a whopping two episodes of. Is it Code Lyoko? Fucking what? <laughs> 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 i <Wait>, wrong. <laughs> Code Lyoko, what? <laughs>
1: you were putting me down there, like, there's a cat person. Well, yeah, there's cat people and other things too, Remington. <laughs> totally okay that was a fever dream that i wasn't even sure existed until you reminded me of it (laughs) i was so sure what part of that makes you think it looked anime it didn't
0: it it, yeah it didn't but you could easily confuse it just because it's sort of like weebish a lot of my friends who were into anime were into that show you need better friends (laughs) (laughs) after doing this podcast I agree. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that show is horrible, and we will never discuss I it agree. on this this podcast. <laughs> okay, well, yet another one of my uh, very proud guesses that uh, burned up in flames. Yes. What are we watching this week, Sean? <laughs> well, first I've got to ask if you're familiar with the
1: company that produces it, which I think it might be. It's a little-known American company called Rooster Teeth.
0: Oh! Oh! What? Yeah, okay. Yeah? Okay, Rooster Teeth, uh, well-known on YouTube. For what shows Remington? What do you know about them? Uh, they they popularized themselves through uh, especially gaming, and they branched out a lot from that. You have the good uh, Red versus Blue, which I've never seen, but I I know of, which definitely is not anime, so I'm guessing it's not going to be that. And it's not Red versus Blue. That'd be a fun episode, though. But I know that they have since branched out into a lot of other things, both like live action silliness and actual, I think skits and whatnot, as well as other non Red versus Blue, but Animation styley type things, uh, which I would assume this is—that's the area we're exploring. This exactly. is weird.
1: Yeah, no, you weren't expecting that, were you? No, you're expecting some kind of like big fancy animation reveal. I was like
0: expecting Konami or Funimation. Those are just names that I know. Uh, those are also both Japanese companies, right? Oh, I'm aware. <laughs> <laughs> You're 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 in the realm of anime. I don't know American anime. I don't. I still don't know if I agree that American anime is a thing. Well, when you look at this and when you watch it, you'll be like, that's pretty anime. Okay, okay. So Rooster Teeth created this. What is it? It is a show called Ruby. Ruby. Okay. Spelled R W B Y. <laughs> <laughs> you're all right. Eh? I don't like the spelling, and it seems. I don't know. I don't like it. Don't you don't like it? You no. don't like it? There's a reason for it. It's because. It's, it... it's it's initials or some shit. Yeah. Red, white, blue, yellow? Is that. Yeah, kind of. Oh, God.
1: Well, I mean, it, it makes sense. Kind of. Like, if you're going to have a team name and you don't know what to do, you always throw your
0: initials together and make something with it. So it's just shitty Power Range, is what I've gathered <laughs> so far. <laughs> An online gaming animation company decided to make Power Rangers. That's what you, you're you telling me. That's what I'm receiving right now. Except they're cute anime girls, Remington. Oh, but yeah, way, way better. Yeah, the anime girls make everything better. You can quote me on that. I'm gonna strongly disagree on an ideological level.
1: Nonetheless, let's continue. So, back in 2013...
0: The uh, ancient times. Yes, Back before the age of the... Cast. The olden times. Right after the end of the world. Yes, right after 2012. Is maybe. there an anime about the, the end of the world being in 2012? I know there was a po- very popular movie, but... There's, there's got to be an anime that at least references. What Was that a thing in Japan? Were they aware that everyone in America was freaking out? How global was that phenomenon? This is irrelevant, but now I'm curious. Well,
1: I'll be honest with you, I think it was mostly only America that freaked out <laughs> about it. Because guess what? We are American, we overreact to everything. It's the end of the
0: world, Sean. Yeah. Six years in the
1: making. Because, yeah, I mean, to be fair, hasn't the world supposed to end like seven times since 2012 already?
0: Every day on Saturday, we meet up. Up and uh, it's we're ready for it to be the end of the world, you know?
1: Yeah, we strip down, cover ourselves in peanut butter, and just wait for it.
0: Yeah, it's the Apocalypse Club. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, no, we're what? the only two members. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you're interested in joining the Apocalypse Club and smothering yourself in peanut butter waiting for the end of the world, then you can email us over on, at <laughs> Oh my goodness. <laughs> uh, well, that was a fun tangent. What are we talking about? We're talking about Ruby. Ruby! Really.
1: Yes, Uh, so... Back in 2013, a one of the members of Rooster Teeth, uh, the writer and director of the show Monty Ohm, decided to create you know his own little uh, his own little animation show using you know uh, the tools available to him, and he wanted to make it like an anime stylized thing. Because he's a weeb. Well, I mean a little. <laughs> I mean we all are, uh, to some extent. It's like global weebism as a whole. <laughs> and uh, for three seasons, he uh, directed and wrote this this little uh, half length anime project called ruby and it was interesting and fun to watch and a lot of people really liked it okay because it was you know just a nice little uh, american uh anime stylized thing that was really popular for a good amount of time
0: I'm always worried when YouTubers make real things.
1: <laughs> are they only allowed to make fake things? <laughs> when,
0: when, when they like go into the realm of making like movies or shows or, or they try and make themselves more legitimate, which isn't to say they aren't legitimate. They definitely are. And a lot of times they should make that jump and they are successful in that jump. But a whole lot of other times, because they lack any substantial training, which not to say you need substantial training, but it's nice. It ends up being a mediocre product with a very diehard fan base because they already have the fan base. I'm hoping this isn't that case. And there are many, many exceptions to that rule. And I I think that... uh, Rooster Teeth is a company that could very well uh, surpass that rule, go beyond that rule, be the exception. But nonetheless, it's a rule for a reason, and so I think there is reason to worry.
1: Uh, Well, since you haven't seen much of Red vs. Blue, that has actually developed into a straight-up full storyline and plot and series
0: that's what i've heard like it started out as just like jokes and silliness but then it turned into like real stuff and it got really good and fun to watch and
1: entertaining uh and since then Rooster Teeth has just been branching out with little tiny projects here and there that eventually blow up and ruby was probably one of the biggest successes next to red versus blue okay first of all they really advertised it pretty well they got your attention because they had four trailers for the four main girl characters Uh uh-huh Uh, and it was just a short little trailer with music and their fighting styles, and a a little action trailer to get you kind of curious and interested so that when the first episode came out, you'd be like, oh, let's actually see what the story behind this is. Okay. So really well-done trailers, which got a lot of people interested, and they started watching, and they're like, hey, this is pretty good. I like this. And the characters are unique to look at. You can tell who they are. They have distinct personalities, and their combat styles are, quite frankly, unique in a lot of ways. Okay. Because... The combat in Ruby, like the best way to describe this, is like a sci-fi action, semi-shonen kind of deal. All right. Uh, they combine like magic with like melee weapons and guns, like oh, okay. just all kind of smashed together.
0: I'm feeling a bit of a Madoka magic of type vibe from that i mean a
1: little bit but less magical girl and more more final fantasy i suppose is what i'd say okay okay i gotcha so like big heavy melee weapons with dramatic flourishes and moves expending ammunition to do magical attacks things like that all right i gotcha and the choreography of these combats were very interesting and fun to look at and made you curious about what the show itself was about
0: all right and so what is the
1: show about Honestly, as far as descriptions go, it kind of starts out pretty cookie cutter. Okay. Uh, it is basically a show about, uh, this world called Remnant.
0: Remnant. Okay. Yes.
1: And it's like a semi-post-apocalyptic type of world mixed with a heavy fantasy elements. All right. So it's got, like, a lot of modern stuff in it, you know, airships, uh, cellular devices, things like that. Yeah. But it's clearly a separate world from ours because of all the fantasy elements uh-huh. and, you know, the destruction. So it's like, imagine a bunch of big cities with just a bunch of fantasy shit thrown everywhere and okay. destruction. And it's about... Basically, a bunch of young folk who are training to become hunters and huntresses, who fight in... So, they go to
0: Hogwarts. Basically. And then they learn to fight crime. They, they Not learn... crime. Evil monsters. Uh, oh, the dark and... arts. Defense Against the Dark Arts Yes, classes. exactly. Uh, you know?
1: <laughs> it all loops back down to Harry Potter, is what we're trying Harry to Potter say. Potter is my favorite anime. Wow, that's a callback. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, we should get that on a shirt or something. <laughs> That's a great idea. And, yeah, they're just training to protect the world from these monsters that have infested it called Grimm. Okay. So, so, I mean, the world is pretty standard, except there's these evil monsters of sadness and darkness just everywhere, and people need to fight back or else they will be wiped out. All right. So, yeah, very, very D&D fantasy. This is feeling group.
0: very Madoka Magica.
1: Well, I mean, in Madoka Magica, it was at least a more modern setting with less magical stuff, blatant, more behind-the-scenes magical stuff as opposed to this, which is magical stuff is literally everywhere and is the main focus of the entirety of the show.
0: I guess, but I feel like the like with the witches and the Grimm being all over, messing stuff up, and then you have to fight against them, otherwise they're gonna consume everything. But, yeah, but that's a select few
1: versus, like, the vast populace is what we're getting at here. Oh, okay. And each individual hunter has their own fighting style, their own unique weapons. Does everybody have to be a hunter? No, no. All no right. Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> I was we're silly. sending the young people to do that. Ah, <laughs> shit. Because <laughs> as we all learn in anime, the best people to send to fight demonic monsters of hell are young people. I'm not a good enough magical girl, so I'm going to have to be a draft
0: dodger on this one.
1: <laughs> uh... <laughs> You're going to hide out in some bunker somewhere and wait for it all to blow over? Oh, yes. Get a pint at the Winchester, maybe.
0: Yeah, there you oh, go. There you go.
1: <laughs> yeah, and it follows the story of these four main girls that uh, enroll at this academy to become hunters. Uh, that would be the four girls are Ruby, Ruby Rose. That's her name. We got names.
0: Ruby Rose. Then we got Wanda Whitey, and then we got Yolanda Yellow Pants. Yellow and Pants. Then we have we have uh Bruce Lee, and Bruce Lee. uh those are. <laughs> Bruce Lee, my favorite magical girl. I agree. Uh, that's, that's the cast <laughs> No. Oh, shit. <laughs> All right. So
1: you got Ruby Rose. Ruby Rose, followed by Weiss Schnee. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. And uh, then you've got Blake Belladonna. Her name is Blake? Yeah. What's wrong with that? That's not a very feminine name. Well, she's not a very feminine person. Okay. And then you've got uh, Yang Zhao Long. Okay. Oh, and by the way, Yang and Ruby are sisters, just so you know.
0: That's not how, What? Well, yeah. They, you can be
1: <laughs> sisters and have different names.
0: <laughs> but these are like... One, you got the most standard cookie cutter white girl. And then the other one, you got Yang Zhao Long.
1: <laughs> well, yeah.
0: One of these things is not like the other. Well, the thing is, Remington... They get into
1: it later on story-wise, but they're half-sisters technically. Okay. So different parents, different last names, that kind of thing. <laughs> unacceptable. Unacceptable? What do you mean that's unacceptable? I don't like it. You can't comment on other people's familial situations. It's
0: weird and different. It's That's anime, right? I'm American, damn it. Things should be <laughs> the right way, and the right way is the one I don't find weird. Oh, God, you just summed up the state of our entire country, and I hate that.
1: <laughs> Which is hilarious, because... Our country is the one that tends to play around with last names the most. <laughs> like people not taking others' last names or changing their last names on the fly.
0: It's a good time.
1: But yeah, no. Uh, so those are the four girls and they end up being a part of a team uh, in this academy. Because you have to team up in group four to learn and to work together to be stronger and uh, take out the big baddies. Because, uh-huh. you know, teamwork makes the dream work. Of course. And... Basically, the story just kind of follows their adventures in this world. There's a big conspiracy going on uh, because the power source of all their magic ammunition, all that stuff, is something called dust. Dust. Dust, yes. And one of the big conflicts is that in the beginning, someone is stealing a shit ton of dust. (laughs) All right. Of course, being protagonists, they stumble across that from time to time and interfere where they can and it, the story just kind of blossoms out from there not a whole lot happens in the first season and kind of in the second season
0: all right i've got another prediction okay what kind this of prediction is, is character wise who they are all right so first we have the more well behaved studious sister right she's she's more in line with things the other one is more more emotional more rash um, which names are you applying to these? Uh, oh, I'm not. You're not? <laughs> I know that those... That, that'll, I'm categorizing those to the sisters, but I don't care which one gets to which. Uh, and then you have one who's shy and introverted, but very powerful. Oh, but that might be the bookish sister. I don't know. You'll have one that's a bit... Uh, gloomy uh, or a bit dark or just a bit uh, apathetic or misanthropic hates people or something like that. You also may have, one of the four girls may uh, be because they're magical girls and you always have this. One of them is going to be like the pretty one or some shit like that. So those are are qualities I'm throwing out. So you're thinking just shallow tropish characters is what you're getting at. It always is with magical girls. Technically not magical girls though. Okay.
1: Listen here, buddy. Look, look. Magical girls usually indicate some kind of internal magical power. These are just people using fancy weapons and breaking physics occasionally.
0: <laughs> oh,
1: I'm I'm just looking forward to see how right I am. Except, I'll be honest with you, man. You're only kind of right on one of them. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I don't think you'll be too happy with how you're wrong, but yeah, you're kind of right. Okay. Yeah, and if it wasn't obvious before, the one who has the color code black is kind of the edgier, gloomy one. Oh, wow. What a surprise, right? (laughs) It's almost like that's color symbolism for you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, it's just a really interesting show. The series length varies from episode to episode ranges from a minimum of like six minutes to like a maximum of like 20.
0: Okay. Yeah,
1: because depending on what they want to get done in an episode is how much time they put into that episode. I, I,
0: I can appreciate different lengths for episodes. That's where the internet works very well as a medium because you're not so strict to uh holding episode lengths we've seen netflix start to do this more with its originals varying things up a bit which i think frankly like that makes sense
1: and it made the most sense for this which started out as just a normal web series like red versus blue you know just making a little video trying to tell a little bit of a story they like and as it got more and more popular more and more funding quality improved uh acting improved just story improved overall uh, you know, it's it's a nice little story of starting something small and then building upon it from the get go,
0: right. which is really nice. So with these weird lengths, I take it we are not just going to watch three or four episodes. It wouldn't
1: make much sense because the first three episodes are only about six minutes each.
0: Okay, so
1: how much
0: are we gonna watch?
1: I haven't quite decided yet. <laughs> <laughs> but we're not going to go too much farther than our usual length. Okay. Yeah, because we've got to get a good amount of this in. But And since it's such a short series, we can, you know, fudge that a little bit. And you won't be hating yourself too much because, again, this is made by, you know, American folk. So it's going to have some things that resonate a little bit more with you than others because there's a lot of japanese anime things that you're not a fan of from what i can tell
0: yeah okay okay i can see this going quite well or quite poorly yeah there's
1: only one other thing that i have to mention is that so far this anime has five seasons and yes i am still calling it anime because you look at this this is anime even if okay it's, but has five seasons gonna have a six the original writer and director only had a hand in about in the whole story but only directed two of the seasons Oh? And that's unfortunately because Monty Ohm actually died shortly after the second season was finished.
0: Oh, geez.
1: Yeah, really big bummer for the community and, you know, all of his friends and family. It was, it was a out-of-nowhere allergy, but it was really sad, and a lot of people thought that the quality of Ruby would massively deteriorate because, you know, the guy who originally did and directed it had, you know, the most influence. So they were worried things would deteriorate, and it might have in some areas, but after watching the entirety of the series again, I
0: think it's still good, and I'm looking forward to C6. Sean? Yeah. You're a son of a bitch. I am. <laughs> because now you, we're we're now exiting part one on such a downer that if if we start part two and I've decided I really dislike Ruby for whatever reasons I have, this is going to be fresh in all of our listeners' minds. So they're not going to be thinking, "Oh, wow, Remington has some interesting points." If I end up disliking this, they're just going to be thinking, "Oh, that asshole." What about Monty? I may have
1: done that on purpose. <laughs> <God> damn you. <dude. laughs> I thought it would be hilarious, and, and
0: quite frankly, it was. I'm hoping for for, for my boy Monty, uh, who I've known for so long this, <laughs> th- these past 20 minutes, that I, I enjoy Ruby.
1: And I think you might enjoy it for a lot of things, but you might have some problems with it. And of course, we're going to be as objective as possible. I personally enjoy the show. I think it's fun. It's got some cute elements, but there are definitely some problems with it.
0: Oh, boy. All right, we'll see how I feel about it on the other side. All right, let's go watch some Ruby.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, we are back after sitting through approximately eight episodes of Ruby, including the trailers. So, Remington, how are you feeling?
0: I'm feeling very mixed. Mixed? How so? I, I feel like I've said this a lot, especially in the past few weeks, but there were lots of good things, and there were lots of not-so-good things. I think I can have a good
1: idea of what you think was terrible.
0: Yeah. And quite frankly, I mostly agree with you. Yeah, because they're, uh, I'm not sure how I feel about it overall yet. Really? I'm hoping to learn how I feel through discussing it here in part two.
1: Wow, that's a first. Yeah. So you have a
0: good idea of what uh, show has done
1: for you by this point. Uh,
0: yeah, at, as far as we've gone, I, I don't know yet. You don't? Wow, that's interesting. Okay, then let's uh, break it down bit by bit. Okay. Let's,
1: let's talk about the four trailers that kind of introduced the four main characters of this show.
0: What did you think of those? Immediately, you notice a few things. Like, first, there's very strong colors, very strongly stylized, right? You also notice, if I am to be blunt, that the CG animation is really bad and it works with it very well. A lot of effort has been put into it, but it's still really
1: bad. CG is such a hard thing to work with, especially in an anime-style thing, but considering the fact that this was, you know, just a couple of dudes making it, it's not the worst thing ever. Oh,
0: I certainly, and I, I'd say that it is very well done and you can tell that a lot of effort has been put into it amazing little details uh quite fluid but at the end of the day it's always going to have that like gmod uncanny valley because it's almost exactly that and that is definitely one of the big problems of
1: cg as a whole because yeah you have to put a little more time if you want the quality to be sh- shot up but at the same time it takes quite a bit of time for the value to really show through
0: yeah like this it's it's not amateur it's not baby's first cg but it's definitely far from professional it is smack dab right in the middle of those things and definitely by the
1: fourth season i suppose the fourth volume as they call it the animation does get a lot better because they switch programs
0: Yeah, and I I definitely understand why they would do that. Like, the action scenes are really nice, but there are often moments that, frankly, look obnoxious or janky or bad because of the limitations there. And I think they worked with their limitations very well. But if you are looking for something that is crisp and clean, you are not going to get it. It looks nice but it doesn't look refined by any means.
1: Yeah, I can see that. And it does get better the farther into the show you get, especially when they make the switch from, I can't remember the name of it, but lesser quality Maya, because they switched to Maya, which I like Maya. Maya is like a duct tape tower of 3D modeling and animation software. But then again, it's what all the professionals use when it comes to 3D animation. Yeah, I
0: think they were using like a program called Poser or something like that. I, I thought that they had really good cinematography, even with their limitations. The colors were nice. You could tell that a lot of thought had been put into the choreography, the camera angles, the the little details, all the visual effects... Like, it wasn't just thrown together haphazardly, but you always are going to be anchored by those limitations. So, they did, I believe, as much as they could despite the limitations, but it's impossible to fully overlook that. So you're saying 2D is better than 3D? Uh, the position I have maintained since day one. (laughs) 2D girls are best, huh? Uh, Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you son of a bitch. God damn
1: you. (laughs) Not what I meant. (laughs) Don't worry, man. We'll get you a nice body pillow. It'll be great. Do not do that. Oh, we can get your favorite character on it, too.
0: I don't even... Like, I know you're being sarcastic, but I can't even imagine who... You would try to put on there to make me mad because there's so many options. I mean, I could get a character you actually like or I could get a character that you despise. It would be so easy. I don't want a body
1: pillow. (laughs) You don't? No. Aw, but there goes my plans for your birthday, Ram. Oh, Jesus.
0: (laughs) But nonetheless, at one point during the trailer, you had uh, Yang, the yellow one. She, like, created fire around herself. And that was straight out of Forest Fairy 5. A little bit, yeah. We critiqued the fire there. The fire here was almost as bad. If you're looking for really nice animation, you're not going to find it here. This looks like a very well done cutscene from a fighting game. That's my best description. That's fair.
1: And honestly, even though it has that lack of quality, it's kind of still enjoyable to watch combat wise. Yeah. Like a lot of the fights are very well choreographed. Oh, without noticed. a doubt. Yeah, but yeah, that little Siege Uncanny Valley is still there.
0: Yeah, and I I thought the little intros, they, they really did a good job of hyping up all the characters. And then when we got into the actual show, episode one, they had a great-looking prologue bit that was, first of all, two-dimensional. Second of all, looked really nice! Yeah! I don't know why they didn't just keep it! Well, the thing is, Remington, 2D animation is hard as hell to do. And I understand that. And it's very unfortunate that they couldn't do that, <laughs> because if they had, I think it would be much better. Yeah, well, if you want to see the better Ruby visuals, you will
1: have to stick to it th- till about Season 4.
0: Oh boy, that's far down the line. Yeah, but I
1: mean, considering that the episodes range between 6 and 14 minutes apiece, it's not that hard of a thing to do. I yeah, actually maybe. went through the entire show in one day.
0: Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but
1: you're not entirely sold on that are you no okay okay that's... very
0: conflicted
1: <laughs> <laughs> so great fight seems great choreography a little hard to look at at times yeah okay okay then uh let's talk about some of the characters then how about that okay yeah let's start with the main four girls the most important characters in the show arguably considering their names are the show of course Let's start with Ruby Rose. What do you think of Ruby?
0: Uh, I think Ruby is a pretty good character. She's pretty interesting. Her dialogue is usually okay. She's really close to that line of becoming full-blown Tumblr, but hasn't quite crossed in there (laughs) yet. Um, I, I like how quirky she is. Occasionally it does
1: push it for me. I can understand that. There are the a lot of awkward moments, especially in the early episodes of Ruby. Yeah,
0: like they create a lot of charm with Ruby. Ruby is very charming, but there are some asterisks where they definitely try a bit too hard. Not as bad as one character, which we will get to, but, <laughs> uh, but I, I think overall I like Ruby as a character.
1: Okay, okay, then let's talk about Blake. What do you think of her? She's the one with the black coloration, if you couldn't tell.
0: They, they haven't set her up a whole lot up to this point. Uh, what I've seen of her, I like. Like, she's brooding, she's a bit sassy. Uh, but I would have liked to see her more and also in a more extreme light because right now she's not, like, brooding or sassy enough, but that is her entire character. So she, she has potential.
1: Yeah, she definitely gets a lot more time devoted to her after the 8th episode. Yeah. Where we ended off was basically the team-up scenario where everyone found their individual teams. Yeah,
0: they they went to the school, they all met each other, they ended up going out in a Hunger Games type scenario, but instead they're just trying to find teams, and then they teamed up. That That's the long story short of the first 8 episodes. Yeah,
1: and I felt that was a good stopping point to give you a general idea of what the show was like. Yeah. Uh okay so Blake you're not certain but good be a, quite a positive. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about Yang then.
0: Okay, Yang, Yang I I enjoyed Yang. She's the yellow one. She's the sister, quite extroverted, quite positive. Uh and
1: she throws a mean punch apparently. Yeah,
0: throws a mean punch. Uh another character I'd like to see developed a little more. I like where they're going with it and I like what I've seen so far. All of the characters have charm to them which is nice Uh, at least all four of the main girls they have a certain level of charm to them which i think is necessary and fantastic that you're able to exhibit that with the main characters so i yang also gets a plus okay cool cool then let's talk about who i think is your favorite of the four let's talk about weiss what do you Uh, think of her Oh yeah weiss the weiss queen she's she's bitchy she's snobby i love it That's the archetype I go for. You know that, Sean. (laughs) And sure enough, we'll discuss this, but there there was a character that I immediately hated and just grew to hate even further. And then she immediately just shut him down. And that was great. That's when I knew that her and I were on the same track.
1: So Weiss is best girl for you.
0: Uh, So far, yes. Uh, that being said, we reach a certain point. Like, her and Ruby uh, have conflicts through the first eight episodes, right? Weiss just does not like Ruby at all because she's, she's being super snobby. So uh, so Ruby is just not good enough for her, right? Yeah. Uh, but then at episode eight, you just have, like, a change of heart that feels undeserved. Like, they haven't built up to it sufficiently. They've only barely started to sort of-ish work together mildly. But all of a sudden, this this ultimate snobby bitch is like, yeah, I guess it's okay. And I felt like that was too early. You don't
1: have to worry about that. They do get along a little better after that, but there's definitely a lot more Weiss snobbiness and conflict between her and Ruby because their personalities are very conflicting yeah. overall. You've got the high, proud, mighty, heiress Weiss, and then you've got the quirky... Uh, Happy go lucky awkward Ruby, which those, when those two characters line up, they just don't exactly mesh well. Yeah. But when you put them in the setting of a combative team with the two others, they all kind of swirl together. Th- their
0: combative relationship is the most interesting in the show so far.
1: Yeah. It's definitely quite the, uh, Quite the interesting machine once it's all put together.
0: Ultimately, all the main characters I give thumbs up to, to varying degrees, but nonetheless, I think I like all of them.
1: Well, that's good, considering that they're the characters you'll see the most of. Okay, uh, let's talk about some of the auxiliary characters, then. Let's talk about the teachers that we saw so far.
0: I don't care about them. You don't care? No, I feel nothing. They're boring, they're bland, they're meaningless, I don't care.
1: I mean, the one witch lady was kind of interesting with her magic. She has neat magic. I mean, she's a teacher. Cool. Well, all right then. Okay, and the headmaster you weren't a fan of, little nah. tiny glasses Osmond with the
0: cane. Oh, look at me! I'm a mildly sociopathic principal. I don't care. <laughs> Nothing, huh? No, he he was boring.
1: Okay, what about uh, one of the baddies that we were introduced to, the the fifth element looking fella with the uh, bowler hat and cane? What about him?
0: Oh no, he's pretty villainous. Don't care. That's it. Okay. Yeah.
1: What do you think of the monsters? What about all the strange, grim creatures running around?
0: Uh, they're decently stylized. They're pretty, pretty interesting. I thought they did rather well designing them, making them feel cohesive, different, easily identifiable, and kind of monstrous and terrifying in yeah. some
1: way. Yeah. As much as you can with CG, of course. Oh yeah. Uh, okay. So monsters are a plus. Other those
0: characters, not so much. Yeah.
1: All right. They might have to do a bit more before you have a good opinion on them. Yeah, I'll though. be
0: honest, Sean. You as you continue through the rest of the auxiliary, I don't. I, I either don't care or I actively dislike all other characters besides the main four. <laughs> we'll get into the details of that right now, but that's that's what you're going
1: to find out, Sean. Okay, okay, then enough of my stalling. Let's actually talk about what you describe as the B-team of the group. Yes! Because they kind of are. <laughs> and I'll tell you right now, a lot of people are quite big fans of a couple of the characters, but oh, you're... I,
0: I know they're gonna be huge fans of the two i hate i know those are gonna be popular characters and they fucking shouldn't be
1: <laughs> okay then let's start with the one that you probably don't have much strong opinions on let's talk about ren he's the fella in the is, grind... is he
0: kimono bro yeah oh kimono bro uh yeah, i don't care you don't care he's, <laughs> he's, he's very
1: bland Well, I mean, he hasn't had much time to shine.
0: Besides my title of kimono, bro, I received no satisfaction from him. (laughs) You hear that, ladies? (laughs) Kimono,
1: bro, is not enough for Remington. (laughs) Okay, okay. Uh, Let's talk about Pyrrha, then. The gladiatorial, rifle- and shield-wielding
0: spear maiden. All right, so her thing is she's just really good. I, that's it. I feel nothing about her either. She's the closest to being acceptable, but I, I feel nothing. She at least has a really cool fighting style, though, right? Yeah, that's neat. Oh,
1: dear. <laughs> okay, then Uh, how about Nora? What do you think of Nora? Oh,
0: here we fucking go. All right, so I alluded to a character earlier that's just super quirky, and uh, Nora is the super quirky character. I hate her so goddamn much. She just crosses the line. She's over the top in the worst, obnoxious way. She's not pleasant. She's not fun. She is just obnoxious tumbler incarnate. She tries so hard to be, Look how charming, look how silly I am. And oh, I know that so many people must have fallen in love with this character because they're the type that will just glomp on people. And they're the type who will, Oh, look at me, I'm acting like a cat. Ain't I funny? Ain't I cute? They're the people who give anime a bad reputation is what I'm saying. It's those people who love Nora, and I hate Nora with a burning passion. I'm surprised you know what the word glomp means.
1: Oh, <laughs> I don't
0: like that I do. I don't like that I do, Sean.
1: I'm not a big fan of it either because it it can get you in a lot of trouble, doesn't it?
0: So uh, suffice it to say, she's my second least favorite character. Oh, but at least <laughs> she has a fairly interesting fighting style. Sure. Yeah, that's it. I Yeah, I like she has a nice weapon, I guess, but she's so goddamn annoying. I can hardly focus on that.
1: Okay, okay, then I guess we should probably talk about a very special character. One of the characters that Remington, as soon as he looked at him, thought to himself, this guy is
0: a bitch. And I was right, (laughs) goddammit! I was so accurate. He popped up on the screen in in the little intro bit, and I was like, there's something about this guy I don't like. He was on screen for 10 seconds as an actual character, and I immediately knew that assessment was correct. This guy is just an incompetent, white knight, obnoxious, trying to be humorous, but instead he's just annoying. Similar to Nora, they just go... Over the top in the stupidest ways. It's not charming. It's annoying. He's not funny. He's not charismatic. He's just trying to nice guy white knight wimpy cowardly. Oh, but look, he has a heart of gold, but he doesn't. He's worthless. I hate him. Well, Remison, that seems a little harsh. It seems harsh because he deserves it. <laughs>
1: Maybe he's young. Maybe he's just confused about these things.
0: He's young, and I've said this before. Young characters can be stupid, and I can be annoyed at young characters' stupidity. Just because it explains it doesn't mean it excuses it. He's so annoying and they don't present it in like look how white Knight I am Oh and all the characters be like, that's obnoxious except my girl Weiss. but she's the only one who calls him out on all of his bull crap because he's constantly trying to flirt with her and he's just so annoying. yeah? yes. Well, yeah,
1: no, that's basically all his character is for like the first two seasons.
0: Yeah, I fucking knew it. I wish he would just die. Him and Nora, I know they gotta be two crowd favorites because of their personalities, and that frustrates me, Sean.
1: <laughs> so you're not a fan
0: of John then? No, I hate John. Oh, man, that's not very nice. Oh, he's. He, him and Nora are so awful. <laughs> as
1: someone who has uh, had interactions with plenty of Nora cosplayers yeah no, she is kind of the tumor of the I group. I
0: know every single I I know the what type of person all people who cosplay as Nora are I just know You do I I feel it deep within me I understand them I understand who they are because I've met so many I've dated way too many girls like that <laughs> It's not a good road <laughs> Uh, well, it might please you to know that there
1: are not a lot of fans of John out there. Oh,
0: thank God people have reason.
1: Yeah, he gets better later on because he actually has more- Because he of... dies? No, because he has more of a backbone later on. Oh, But him. for the first couple episodes, yeah, he's not great. Pretty weak character in every sense of the word. Like, character-wise, comedy-wise, physicality-wise. Like, his contribution to the fight was to deflect one claw off of a scorpion and nearly die several times. Uh, And
0: then he's put as the leader of his group! Which is stupid. (laughs) I hate him. You have
1: every right to hate him.
0: (laughs) Thank God! Usually, when I'm hating our characters, you're here to remind me that it's unwarranted that everyone loves this person, blah blah blah. It's nice for once to hear that I'm validated.
1: No, like, at least speaking for myself, I'm not the biggest fan of him he does have his moments later on that make you think he's not as much of a piece of shit as usual but again that's way down the line and you gotta have a decent starting point to care about and like he doesn't really do it for me because he i'll be honest revington he reminds me of myself in the post (laughs) and that hurts me
0: deeply he's the youngest stupider sean yeah
1: and that's not a person i ever want to talk about
0: But you can see why I'm so conflicted on this show. Sure, all of the main girls are really charming, but... Everybody else just isn't. They're either mediocre and bland, or they're outright annoying. Then the art style, it's not beautiful, but it really is a labor of love. And you can tell that a lot of thought and effort went into every single detail. I'm conflicted, Sean. I don't know how I feel about this because there are so many really positive things, but there are also so many iffy thing. Where I would view this is that it is an unrefined labor of love. They didn't have the budget or the experience, but they did have the ideas, the creativity, and the work ethic. But that leaves you somewhere in between, and I'm not sure where that is.
1: Interesting. So it's definitely one that we'll have to come back to and see if we can refine your opinion a bit more. This is definitely an interesting twist. I was actually expecting you to lean at least one way or the other, but based on characters and setting and such, you seem to be very on the fence, which is an interesting thing for you because you're a very opinionated person, Remington.
0: I am. And this is one where it's not that I don't have any opinions. I just have so many that counter each other.
1: Yeah, it's like trying to play Rock'em and Sock'em and Robots with yourself. It just doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, it's like, <laughs> I don't know, man. It doesn't add up. Either way you win, either way you lose. It's is a little hard. It, I've ended up with a shade of purple somewhere in there. So if you had to make a pros and cons list, you know, as simple and straightforward as possible, where would you put the pros, where would you put the cons?
0: The pros are the main characters are very charming. Usually their dialogue is pretty decent. And it, even though the animation style is frankly poor, the colors, the cinematography, and the action are all really nice. For the cons, you have the animation style and the limitations of their budget. You also have the lack of refinement, and that goes across the board for the dialogue, the characters, the animation, all the details. Uh, and you also have all of the non main characters, they're just not good. <laughs> Especially John? Oh, I fucking hate John.
1: Oh, uh, one of these days, you're going to replace that J with an SH, and I'm going to I'm gonna have to cry a little <laughs> myself.
0: Don't worry, John. I still love you for now. We'll see how long this podcast goes till till I start not feeling that love anymore.
1: <laughs> That's some heavy foreshadowing, my friend.
0: <laughs> It'll
1: be years down the line, and you'll be like, I remember when it all started. <laughs> it was going to be good. It was going to be fun. It was just you know, a little bit of suffering there but no
0: (laughs) now i'm in the abyss
1: i am a shell of a man (laughs) Uh, you see one too many ore emos and that just takes it to the next one is
0: one too many
1: (laughs) it's a whole genre remington (gasps) i hate it too don't worry (laughs) okay so all in all you're on the fence and that is a very interesting place for us to end we will have to come back and try and maybe finish a season or two to see how you feel after that but for now would you like to watch some more Ruby with me, Remington?
0: Maybe. Maybe, Sean. Maybe. If you have enough liquor in you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yep. All right. I think that'll do it for us, folks. Thank you so much for watching. If you enjoyed listening to us debate the ethics of anime, you know, just leave a review wherever you listen to us on, whether it's Podbean, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts. Word of mouth is also a great way to spread the word and tell us how you feel.
0: And we are also now on Spotify. Meanwhile, if you would like to contact us directly, whether it be a comment, question, feedback, recommendation, whatever you have, you can send that over on to animeoutofcontext at gmail.com.
1: Once again, thank you so much for tuning in. And I don't have a good ending for this, honestly. Let's just end it. Right there. Keep that in the podcast. Thanks again.